Welcome to the Boardwalk Breakdown Podcast, featuring Michelle Riley, Michael Cross, and me, Brendan O'Neill. Basically, we're fans of the HBO show Boardwalk Empire, providing some analysis and silly commentary. If you have any comments or questions, you can contact us on Twitter, at Boardwalk Break. Enjoy the show. Season four. Now this one, I'm going to need a little tea. I know, I am too, because... And actually, they it's have the most a- recent, but it's 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 got a lot happening. <laughs> it's a lot going on in season four. Boy, you get you get a lot of Gretchen Mall, Ron Livingston. You yeah. get a lot of you get a the Ron All Livingston right. thing. Let's dive right in. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, dive in. Uh, the Ron <laughs> Livingston thing. I like the way that arc was going. I don't like any of it. I liked the way it was going, and I did. You know, I, I felt so stupid that I didn't see it coming. I know. Yeah. And then I, when I it happened, I was like, like "Son of a bitch! How did I not see that coming?" All right. You knew something wasn't right, but I did not see that it was going to be Junior, Uncle Junior, over here no. taking care of business. Uncle June. June. Uncle June. <laughs> Uncle June. No, I didn't either. But no, you, you didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't, knew he wasn't It didn't right. go anywhere. I, I, I don't I don't care that someone's trying to get sort of information from Jillian. I want like a bigger action. Like I want I want something to evolve. Not just like, yeah, all right, got information, we're gonna go prosecute so and so about whatever. It doesn't matter in my very small world. Well what I what I saw in season four was that there was a lot of conclusion. Yeah. Right. Yes. So they what they were doing again? All right. Jip teed up that calmer season four. Season four is teeing up. Let's wrap this shit in a bow and get us all on our way, right? So season five is going to be the it's going to be the ending of everything in five different categories. But they really set the table for the ending of everything right at the end of season four. So you had well, Eli. You had um, slow your roll. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing we're not talking about is Narcisse, right? right? Well, yeah, I mean... You went from Jip, the maniac, who owns season three, to Narcisse, who is, is a quiet little calculated... exercise in, you know, constraints. Some I mean, totally combination controlled. of Rothstein and, and Jip into a little package that is the, the scariest thing in the world. Yeah, but I didn't. Scary. here's what I didn't like about Narcisse. I didn't get the character because somebody should have just fucking whacked him. <laughs> You know, Michael, you got a point there. I do kind of get that. He rolls yeah. into town. Anybody who, who talked to him for four seconds saw this guy's fucking trouble. He has to go away. Right, and he why never was, was got away. Was he, why he, was yeah. he never taken yeah, out? Yeah, that is interesting that Nucky wouldn't said this guy's got to go. Just you, whack him. What's the difference? If he's the, if he's the kingpin behind it all, whack him and be done. Yeah. I didn't believe the Dr. Narcisse thing, and that's probably why I went right to the Ron Livingston and the... Right. And that is because it was a storyline that, and maybe this is why season four is is like you both said. It's kind of like I got to conjure. I have to pull this up. Uh, I loved the season. I enjoyed it, but I don't think I think Narcisse was a letdown as the next guy after Jip. Mm -hmm. Maybe if he came before Jip, it would have been better. Interesting. Um, Now. He's creepy. I mean, I he's don't, creepy as hell, he but he was not. Get a creepy award, he was right? not not believable. To That's me. right. Oh, he's definitely. I don't necessarily believe this, but there's a, a large faction out there that will say that Doctor Narcisse is one of the uh, 
biggest or best villains in TV history. I've heard that. I've seen that written. Well, he's in pretty villainous. Place. I will say that. And I, I'm, I'm not but saying I no, agree, no. I'm not saying he, you agree. He's yeah. out there, and it's people love that character. Maybe it's the actor. Maybe it's the performance. Oh, but the actor, the deep, amazing, I, a fantastic actor. What's his name again? It's uh, Jeffrey Ross. Jeffrey Ross. Yeah, he is fantastic. I know him as Alex Leiter in the Bond films. Yes, because yeah. I'm a James Bond fanatic. Well, he's a, he is an amazing actor, amazing actor, and he is scary as hell in this. In this. He's um, not as scary as Jip. He's, he's scary that, in a different way. In a different way. I think way. makes him scarier. I mean, Jip is raw, brute, calculated, physical, like violence. intelligent. This guy is a mindfuck. Is is it's scary? He's not. Yeah, he, he he's not as in your face brutal. Um, all right. So we're introduced to Narcisse, and by the way, a real guy. I mean, he was in charge of is the. Is that right? Yep. And I'd had to look it up, and I'm not going to so, find it. So, I mean, facts. he was essentially a showman. Based on a producer. real guy, sort of a uh, proponent of, what does he call it? What, what's the, uh, it's not, it's not black, right? It's not, it, it's a, uh, he it's pulls like out a country. Libya. Didn't he say yeah, Libya? Libyan. Yeah, he's Libyan. Yeah, it's a, a Libri- Libyan sort of, uh, uh, a Libyan rights group, for lack of a better term. Um, he's based on a real guy, uh, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's sort of enhanced for this series, but he is the the yin to Nucky's yang, right? Yes, for sure. And he he takes advantage of Nucky in a number of ways. Um, one of the things that I don't think we should get into, but it's of <laughs> note, is that uh, Richard Harrow... Starts to go connect with his family again. Yeah, he goes back to Wisconsin. Right. Which, being in Chicago, we sort of we understand. understand that. Yeah, I mean, you gotta go to Wisconsin. <laughs> right now. Good for your family. Everyone's family's in Wisconsin at some point. <laughs> to see the Libyans. Right. Um, and the Nordics. The other character, I think, I think he might win the Creepy Award for this season. Most creepy character. Is... The guy who purports to be uh, Prohibition Agent Knox and is actually FBI Agent Tolliver. Great character. Holy cow, that guy scared the hell out of me. He was off the chain. Oh my god. I really did like him as a character and he was believable. And he was definitely... The the manipulation that he had with Eli was incredible in this season. And I really appreciated that storyline way more than I appreciated the Dr. Narcisse thing, which just seemed Mm -hmm. like it was... Mm -hmm. It was almost over the top, right? Uh, it was over that, the top. The fact that Chalky didn't fucking go in and blow this guy's brains out right out the gate. I, didn't I, I just couldn't understand why. There was so. something between the two men with the girl, though. That's what right. it was. The singer. The si- yeah. That he was in love with her. But right. you're right. He was own- She was owned by Dr. Right. Narcisse. Right. That's what was the whole story and, behind that. And you really do kind of crystallize what the problem is, is that... There's a fundamental flaw in terms of why was he allowed to exist? Right. Yeah, for as long as he was, without any kind of... I mean, they gave you some background on Dr. Narcisse, yeah. but not enough to these, make it believable that he wouldn't have been a guy who caught two bullets in, the, in his these fucking These smart gangsters should have seen Narcisse coming. Like, right. After he 
they saw him a couple times. Like, like why is this guy? Yeah. And why, I'm trying to recall, you know, at this point, Nucky had fallen in love with Billy again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm trying to remember if there was a connection between her being in the show. Narcisse was like, uh, he facilitated the, uh, uh, what is it, the uh, working of the... Um, the different singers, different clubs. He was like, was a, a like yeah, he was like a booking agent. Yeah, yeah. 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 as a producer, manager, yeah. producer, yeah. right? So he could make things go Nucky's way if he wanted. Otherwise, she'd be booked somewhere else, and he would lose her and, and lose the money associated with them. Uh, a top. That still seems pretty thin. It's thin. It's thin. It's thin in that. It's real is thin. Nucky really gonna Nucky, who's built up this huge empire in Atlantic City? He's gonna bank his future on this one singer. There's a dozen other singers in that area. Come on. I, mean, yeah. I, I that I think that's where I had trouble with it and why the Dr. Right. Narcisse thing kind of failed me a little Here's bit. Here's where I lose it and I lost <laughs> track of this entire maybe not all of it, but most of this relationship or the this sidetrack of a plot. When Nucky goes down to f- Tampa. Oh. And he I meets like up that. with uh, Arquette's character. Right. And she's, she, like, has him wrapped around her finger, and they're trying to bring in booze from Tampa and ship it up to uh, the north, and then Mazzaria's guy, yeah. uh, uh, Mazzaria right. and uh, the Italian guy. Luciano. And, and Luciano. They sneak in uh, heroin or cocaine, or I think it's heroin, yeah. um, into the shipment, and it's a whole thing. I didn't know why they had why 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 Tampa. There's any number of ways to get alcohol into Atlantic City besides going down to Tampa. No, I think they explained that though because um, there was so much well, trouble with like Mazaria and Rostein on the clogging seaboard. up all the all the other ports. Yeah, all the eastern seaboard yes. ports. And so he was coming in from that direction. The other part was the Arquette so. character was important because. This is the first time that Nucky really encountered a woman who really didn't need anything from him. I think she that's was it. her own person. She was playing him as much as he was playing her, and they were sort she of free to enjoy equal, themselves. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not even as equal as much as not dependent on him. You know, mm-hmm. he she, he d- an escape. Yeah, right? she they didn't were need es- him for further her career. Mm-hmm. She was fine the way she was. They were an escape for each other from yeah. their from their. Dismal day to day life. She right? wasn't trying to get married or get paid. She was just. Trying she was to running make, a, and yeah. she was running a shitty bar in Tampa in August, and he was running <laughs> a shitty town where he had no friends, no family, and they could they kind of commiserated, right? They were yeah. uh, on the list there of places a lot of in the entire to getting involved in that. Right. Yeah, the list of places in the world. Where I would not want to be in August. Tampa, <laughs> Tampa would be high on the list. list. Yeah, definitely. New Orleans is in there. I mean, holy cow. Yeah, it's, it's the worst thing ever. Definitely not pretty. <laughs> Libyan. <laughs> Libya. Libya, maybe one of those places too. Libya. You never know. I would hate to be a Libyan <laughs> in Libya. <laughs> Dr. Narcisse. Dr. Narcisse. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Losing Steve here. In the middle. Come on, B. Middle of the season. Uh, or maybe toward the beginning. 
Um, <laughs> Ross Dean runs into oh, yeah. Margaret at her new job. And yeah. Oh, sort of great. Broker, seamstress, broker, banker. Whatever she's right. a secretary at a trading firm, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Seems Very well played. Yeah. Seamstress, seamstress secretary, whatever. One of them. Weird it was one of those. Guys. It was that point in time where you could you could imagine jobs. a room full of sewing machines and a bunch of women, like mm-hmm. you know, working seventeen-hour days, right? <laughs> yes. uh, so, and it's Arnold asks her to get her a gla- get him a glass of milk. Yeah. Oh, and that's a, a, a thing that the real guy did. He was. Really yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, he was not a drinker. Not a drinker. Uh, so it's shown that in her new role that Margaret, even in that role, is part of a shady operation where she helps her right. her boss right. uh, get over on these clients and take their money and not right. give them back the the proper return. return. On yeah. um, so that I mean stuff like that just makes me think because she has that moral compass, she's like one of the most. Least, or the least likable character, like in this, yeah, series. because she's such a hypocrite. Because she can, she can, she has the right away, like right in front of her, and she's always about to take that step, but then steps over here and Again, goes the wrong way. It's the, the Scorsese thing of I'm going to take this character right to the top of the wave, right, and instead of having him go over, I'm going to pull him right back down. Yeah, right, and it, but it's it works, and it works so well because. And in a way, you come to accept that about these characters. I right. think that's the other thing that this builds over three, four, or five seasons is that instead of that initial shock of, oh, my God, I can't believe this person's going to do this, when you see her in those situations, now you're thinking, where's this bitch going with this? Yeah. I also think, too, and, and I mean, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying, and again, maybe I'm sensitive to this, but it's easy to have high morals when you're rich and so again and again and again she ends up going in a different direction because she's got no other options well i think she represents in any number of of instances i mean she left nucky for god's sake she could have shut her mouth and stayed there exactly no she moved on well i don't know if she could have after the only well she could have done the what she need to do to make that work. She faces the fork True. in the road that we all face in the 20s and the 90s and the 2000 whatevers. At any given point, you can go the right path or the left path. I don't think it's as black and white. I, I mean, think it is. Leaving Nucky and, and getting herself into Brooklyn was the right path, but now all of a sudden she's in Brooklyn and she's got to feed her kids. But is so that now the, that's the right but path. But is that the same... It's the same path. That That's what my argument would be is that... She never left that path. She just she hopped off of it for a few seconds, and then yeah, she hopped right back. But if on. her goal was really to stay in that oh, I think situation, the, she would have she would have pardoned the pun, ridden Nick Nucky's right. wave the entire time. The yeah. reasons she behind wouldn't have her done choices all this wackadoo stuff right. and give away his land. Right. She's trying right. to do the right thing, but every time she gets into a situation where she tries to do the right thing. She ends up, like we all do, sucked back into this gray zone of, sure. of morality because there are some variables there that you have to the the considerations take or the, the, for. the the things you may think of when considering a choice, right. good or bad. She makes the bad choice for the right reasons almost always. Always. And it's yeah. easy to be righteous when you don't have to deal with any right. consequences. Right. So she you has know, so And there reasons. are limited consequences for right. her. <laughs> and there's only th- she only has things to gain. 
So it's it's not like she many she, of the characters make the bad choice for the bad reason. She, she makes, makes the bad, bad choice, choice for the right for the reason. right reason. Right. So she chooses to go to Brooklyn for the right reasons to get away from that lifestyle, but then immediately she veers right back. Right. On the, on the Rothstein train because well, he backed her into that, but, but well, you could make the in, argument right. that she did a kind of she let uh, herself get backed in a questionably ethical job with the with the trader. Um, that was a weird thing. There. At the same time, though, again, I would say as a woman, what was she going to do? Not play along? Right. She kind of had no choice in a yes. lot of ways, right? In a right. lot of those situations, she had a choice, but the choice was between doing something that was morally questionable and feeding her kids. What? Here's the block of our: Are these characters really morally bankrupt, or does, uh, you know, does that Scorsese train just put them in situations where they have no choice but to be morally bankrupt? Yeah. Right. I think you could apply that to everybody's life at yeah. any single time. Many of them are victims I mean, of their circumstances. Those of us that don't have to face hard choices are usually because we are so blessed with um, privilege mm-hmm. that we don't have to face yeah. a hard choice when you don't when you're not. When you're not lucky enough to have um, a safety net in your life, yeah, things get harder. All right, so she continues, and then we sort of delve into another sort of subplot of this season that I was not interested in at all. <laughs> Eli's son. Eli's son. I know, and oh, I found that awful. actor... Pardon me, I'm sorry if you're Say listening, it. sir, but I found him annoying. Right. I mean, he just... I, I, I could And I'm not sure anyone me. else would do it better, but the character was... Who cares? Who well, cares? And, but the overriding thing was, was how do they pull this kid into... Right. It's so, just another example of a person trading on their morality. Well, and it's a setup for season five. I think you get a hef- hefty so. dose of I that so. in season five. But everyone is trying, is giving up their their moral compass for whatever gain. He yeah. did it in his thing. Yeah. You know? So he, and as he Eli's goes son further and further, at, further into trying to get into Nucky's world, right. he's a, I mean, this kid is a liability for everybody connected to him. And it's because the, from the outside, the gangster world is attractive. Right. I think he, he falls into that, right? He gets into a problem at school. A kid dies because he steals a bunch of, or some alcohol from Mickey Doyle's. Right. Mickey Doyle. Pile of Which mm, he trades booze. on his name mm. to get. Right. The Mickey Doyle mm. is a classic Mickey Doyle. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then. Hey. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she, she. He does none of that, but he's got a little I want him to do that. I want. He's gonna. Yeah, yeah he's gonna. In my yeah. in my head, he's gonna. Yeah. Right. He does not one bit of that, so let's all be. Clear. All right. Uh, and then, so he, he gets this <laughs> alcohol, gives to his his friend. Uh, bad things happen. The kid dies. Uh, Willie, the uh, Eli's son, is a cover up ensues to protect yeah, the child. He's obviously involved, but he's trying to cover it up. It doesn't work so well. The Feds authorities are on to him. Wins. Uh, Eli or uh, uh, Willie then, instead of going to Eli, his dad, for help, he goes to Nucky, Nucky. and that's a huge sticking point with Eli. Like. And, and it's said in, in not so many words, 
Don't go to my brother for help. Go to me for help. You're yeah, my son. But they set that up for a long time right. by creating this character of Eli as this angry father. Fredo. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they teed that up for two yeah. seasons, yeah, yeah. right? I mean... It took... Plus, he'd been away at jail. Plus, I mean, he's there's, alcoholic yeah, there's and he was somewhat so violent with the children. Yeah. And it's not great. Uh, I mean, I... I, mean, I, I expect it to pay off at some point, killed. but... I think we get the payoff on that this season. I think we really see that come full season, circle. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm losing steam on that whole thing. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't care so much. <laughs> All right. Um, Capone is trying to... Uh, Capone's brother is killed in a shootout. Oh, that was actually um, sad when that happened. Al Capone is just raging over this, and he's yes. like a maniac all over again. Um, then... One thing happens, and this is historical again, because I've resourced, researched it separately from this. Um, is the uh, how Dean O'Banion uh, undercut and set up Johnny Torrio to get taken down by the right. cops because they both had a uh, they, they both bought into this distillery, it was making illegal oh, alcohol, right? Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, and really the way he ends the season, Dean O'Banion hooked up with these cops and because he wanted to fuck Johnny Torrio and said, all right, when you guys show up on Saturday or whatever, what, uh, what day, what time, um, Johnny will be there. He owns this distillery. He's doing these bad things. He's selling these. He's, he's making this alcohol and selling it. Um, go here and do that. I'll be there. Make sure you don't take you – make, make sure you take care of me. I'm not part of this situation. He has the name of the lease, whatever. In the meantime, he has – uh, Torrio sign up, uh, buy him out, and, and be the sole owner of this distillery. So by the time the cops come and raid, all the paperwork, all everything is in Torrio's name. O'Banion gets out scot free. Torrio goes down, yeah, because of the cops. So this sets up the, or this amps up the feud, the the battle over Chicago between the Italians and the Irish, right. Which was also, I mean, I hate to backtrack, but the whole thing was spurned by Nucky and the Blue Blood uh, lineage of the Rockefellers? Mm, I don't know. Was it the Rockefellers? I forget. I can't remember. Well, I mean, one of the original. Yeah, one know, of the original. Empire, yeah. American Empire. Look it up. Family. Wikipedia. You'll find it. Um. So I thought that was interesting. And that was fascinating, that exchange in yeah. between, I don't want to have anything. DuPont, perhaps? I think it was DuPont. Because uh, that's one of the main themes of Chicago, short of this this series, is is the battle between the Irish mob and the Italian mob. I mean, it, it was, up until maybe this moment, it was mostly run by Dino Banyan and the Northsiders. Right. This moment sort of, catapulted or uh, elevated the the war and eventually Capone took over for Torrio and they took over. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, Alright, so where are we at? Uh, Knox slash FBI agent Tolliver, the creepiest guy in this <laughs> series. Dumb question. Um, who I think needs his own show. He's so ridiculous. Him and <laughs> him, Jip, and Narcisse should be over Jesus. somewhere else. So they're out of control. Um, Make it a 10-minute show. I don't know. So he uh, <laughs> dupes our good man, Eddie Kessler. 
Yes. Mm. Nucky's right-hand man, his manservant. Poor Eddie. Into a night of drinking and whatever, befriends him, and then the next day arrests him and Fucks torches him, him over yeah. a couple of days. I don't know, whatever it is. Um, I'm losing track of things in, in order, but uh, effectively, th- he eventually, after holding out forever, uh, Kessler turns on Nucky, gives up some bit of information, and then uh, the next day, uh, poor Eddie, a favorite of many people watching the right. show, jumps out a window and yeah, kills, himself. kills himself. That was surprising. The only honorable dude in the whole show. Right, there right. we go. We found the one. That's, uh, um... I think that's right. Any, uh... Oh, God. I think that's right. That's, uh... Tell me. Godfather. Give me a word. And oh, uh, the character from The Godfather. Um, and, the fa- and the brother comes over. <sighs> Come on. <sighs> ah. We can cut this out. I, Come uh, on. I was in business. I was I in was the, the olive, olive oil, oil business, business with his father. I was in the olive oil oh. business. Oh. Fucking hell. <laughs> Bloody fuck. Come on. Ah, I don't know. You know, they want me to say, so I said what I said. I'm not going to know his name, though. What's his face's dad? Hold on, I got it. Shit. Frank Pantajelli. Pantajelli. Oh, that, that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in the olive oil business with his father, but that was a long time ago. I don't know if he was so... Frank Pantajelli. Pantajelli. Uh, they want me to say this, I say this. I like that guy. Pantangeli. All right. Okay. Frank Pantangeli, we're going to say from the, the Godfather. All right. Banyan. What does he say? What is... It's... Um, later, afterwards, mm-hmm. is when uh, the conciliary comes conciliary. to him and says... What does he say? He says, uh, we'll take care of your family. We'll take care of your family. Anyway. The Roman magistrates would just... Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when Tom Hagen's talking to yes, him at, the, uh, at the, the prison, yeah, yeah. yeah. they just go in the, the bathroom, draw a bath, and open up their veins. And, yeah, yeah. With the cigars. That's good. All right. Back to the game here. Oh, my God. All right. So, we come to the point where... Oh. Uh... This is where we, we come back to the murder of O'Banion. Uh, the Italian mobsters come into Schofield's flower shop, uh, kill O'Banion with the handshake murder, uh, and good old Van Alden is in the background. He had been, his cover name, or the name he took was Mueller. Yeah. Right? And he was selling irons door to door. Irons. Of course. Why wouldn't he? He's very German. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Reeks of it. That didn't work so well because you don't want Lurch selling you irons <laughs> at, at your front door. I don't think that didn't. Would you like to buy yeah. an iron? He had a a run in with his boss. Whatever. Hit him with the uh, iron. Hit him with the that iron. Was that was actually satisfying great, when that happened. That was fantastic. It's a great moment. I'm a fan. Anytime a <laughs> somebody gets it, an underling sort of yeah sticks gives, to the man. Sticks a it to bit. the man. It's yeah. good. It's good. Anytime that can happen, I'm I'm I'm. Applying. I mean, I I've thought about doing stuff like that, but never actually hitting someone in the face no, with an iron. No, I've nearly done that. I mean, not, not quite. Uh, I mean, I just hadn't thought of it until. Then. 
If I had an iron at the time, maybe. Yeah, I mean, things can happen. So he's looking for a job. He hooks up with O'Banion's crew. Um, he's sort of a gopher. He just does whatever, helping O'Banion in the back of his flower shop. He's there when O'Banion gets killed. He actually takes a grand out of O'Banion's wallet after oh, he gets killed. Yeah. Um, then we come back to New Jersey. And uh, Chalky is out to kill Narcisse. Yes. Right. I mean, Narcisse really takes center stage on this right. season. The, and the back it, half it, of this episode is all Narcisse. Constant progression of his ability to gain favor within the town, to gain favor within the young girl. But there's no reason for anyone to give, give him favor. That's I, I just. That's well, why he, he struggles. Comes out of nowhere. He's oh, he's civilized. Deceptive. He gives a shit. You know, I mean. Well, Nobody's civilized in this world. Why? Uh, you know, I mean, is is someone who's a smooth well, talker? I think he appears to be somewhat exotic. Is he a? Th- but I mean, there are people he's Libyan. He's God li- He's Libyan. <laughs> I am Doctor Narcisse. Uh, I speak very deliberately. Deliberately, I am Libyan. Um, I, I, yeah, I mean. I think this, this... I was waiting for something. And I don't feel that we got resolution on this. So it's clearly no. going to come Oh, no, back. no. We're going to nope. get, get resolution on that early on in Season 5. And we are going to get... We're yes. going to get resolution on a few things. First of all, and I don't want to get too far ahead here, but the Capone thing is going to be, I think, a huge part of Season 5. It has to. I, I mean, mean, it's got to. I also read that there, there's a lot of talk about flashbacks. In season five, I don't like flashbacks. To Nucky's I would, but there's too much to flash yeah, forward. We need to flash forward to Nucky's upbringing. Oh, okay, maybe that might that might play a good role. If it's but five minutes, think of about e- it though. Think about it. Five minutes of each episode, I'll tolerate. I'm gonna assume the <laughs> way more. no the way they're structuring this series, it's effectively begins and ends in prohibition. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they end in Prohibition. Right. The first episode is the first night of Prohibition. Right. So they got to end close to the basically end. the end of Prohibition. Season four begins in 1924. The beginning of 1924. Prohibition, I believe, ends in 1929. Yeah, 29. It was ten year or not quite ten years. They've done four seasons over four years, or five years. They got to wrap up the whole back end, the whole five years in one season. All kinds of stuff has to happen in there. Maybe, hell, I could see them flash, they may so flash forward. Flash forward, but I don't think they have time to flash back. I, I kind There's of nowhere to go there. there may, but season five may take place in 1928. Right, right. I mean, and then maybe you have to go there. Yeah, maybe we get. But if you go that far ahead, do you lose the steam of Narcisse and Chucky? Ch- Chucky. <laughs> I keep saying that. Chucky, Chucky and Narcisse, their battle. It has to. Continue into the next year. I would think you can't take a three year or four. I year don't. I hiatus. don't think so. I think this might be the end of Chucky. So honestly, before wouldn't, we flash forward, disagree. We will do the 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 forward looking predictions in a second. Um, so we've got in Chicago. You know, we're back in Chicago. Capone is trying to force Tori out. Torio out. Torio, right? Um, he's the older gangster. He. He took a, and I forget the actual year, but he took a sabbatical, effectively, to Italy for the bulk of a year, one year. And it changed his 
his whole outlook. When he came back to Chicago, he was not the gangster he was. No, he was definitely. He was out. He was older. He was out. He wanted to pass it on to somebody. Capone was that guy. Capone, up until then, was not ready. He was sort of a knucklehead thug. Yeah. By the time we catch up with them in at the uh, middle to end of season four, uh, Capone's ready to sort of take over. And he's trying to nudge Torio out. It effectively happens, uh, cutting to the chase. Um, and I don't. There's probably I'm ten thousand. The <laughs> there's ten other ways we can go with this with Chalky and Narcisse and the singer whose name is. Daughter, yeah, something yeah, or other, daughter. and then <laughs> daughter, and then <laughs> Chucky's actual daughter is involved in this, and it's yeah. back and forth on who is in charge, who quote unquote owns who, and it's a, it's a whole thing. Well, back I and mean, Chucky's daughter dies, as does daughter. Daughter, Chucky's daughter dies by by the bullet of who. Richard Harrell. That's yeah, right. Richard. Yeah, Richard Harrell. Right. Accidentally. Um, who is it? I, th- I think Nucky, Nucky, Nucky had Richard set up as a sniper to take out Narcisse. Right. Yes. In a last second accidental move, Narcisse moved. Uh, daughter got in front. Chalky's daughter got in the wrong way, wrong spot, and Richard actually ends up killing Nucky's or. Uh, Chalky's Chalky's daughter. daughter. Right. God damn it. It's getting late. Uh, That's the whole thing. Um, So there's a built-in hatred between Chalky and Narcisse, which we think is going to culminate in season five. It's got to. It's got to. There's an attempt on Torio's life. It fails. And then he hands over the operation to Capone. Capone. Capone's the guy. Right. Um, (laughs) These people are not going to listen. I'm trying to get through. Season four is so season four. There's there's a lot going on. The the real the the key the pivotal moment in season four is when Harrow goes off the chain, and he kills everybody. Everybody, pretty much, in that house. Right. In the horror house. In that in that killing of everybody in the house. Uh, Richard is mortally wounded by one of Narcisse's men. Right. And the season ends basically with Richard imagining his reunion with his family in Wisconsin. Right. And he dies underneath the pier uh, at... Uh, yeah, underneath uh, the Atlantic City. Atlantic City boardwalk. Boardwalk. By the way, did you know all that... Like, m- many of their um, sets and, like, realistic locations were destroyed by... Uh, Superstorm Sandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost a lot of that. Yeah, I mean, they, they can't film at certain locations anymore because they don't exist. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. like the yeah. certain boardwalks are gone. They filled underneath. All right. All right, season five preview. Wait, before we get there, I think we messed up on four. I think we did too, but that's all right. We but, can always go back. You know, anybody who who is missing our take on four, come oh, back. Right. Come you know, back. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll come back at it again because. Maybe we do before it's we do too, the start of season it's five. Too dense. It's we, too dense. It starts this weekend. No, no, but dense. when we do our first episode, we can kind of like, yeah, maybe. hey, let's let's go back recap to season four, four and do a quick five-minute yeah. recap for um, Quickly, we did a, did a, did a, a, a 
best whatever character of season one and two. Season three and four, who would you throw as your creepiest or saddest or favorite character? Creepiest Narcisse. I would agree. Creepiest, okay. Saddest, unbelievably, for me, would be Jet. Damn. Because he's just, like, such a fucking lost soul. He has no idea what he's doing. It's, It's not that he's... He's just a sad sack of a human being, as I think it was. Well, he certainly is. I I actually would say Chalky. I think that Chalky Chalky meets a lot of problems. So much going on, and this year, you know, his daughter's getting married. He's conflicted because she's sort of leapfrogging him in class. Hmm. Her husband, her fiance. Um, Then he falls in love with this woman. And he really, really loved her. Truly loved yeah, her. Yeah. And um, that obviously was a disaster. His business is in a shambles. His situation with Nucky is in a shambles. He's, uh, you know, had the KKK out to his place. He's had a number of things that have happened to him. He's That's basically been pushed out of his own club. Right. And uh, he's just a shell of a human being by the end of season yeah. four. Yeah, he has really gone from being a very powerful guy at this point yeah. to being a shell of a man, really. But I think he's on the come. I think Chalky is on the rise. I think Chalky owns season five. Well, I hope so because I'd like to see how that that cl- that uh, character works. Because I think the saddest character in season three and four is Margaret. I think she's lost. I don't think she knows how to get to where she wants to go, or she may not know where she wants to go. Um, the whole Nucky thing, it's too dark. She can't handle it. Um, I actually think that there's a, there's an argument to be made for Jillian as well. Yeah. You know, she I goes she, through the She was so bad show. in the first two I mean, episodes. she's horrible, but she really seasons. was taken in by this Ron Livingston character. Mm-hmm. And... It all just came she, crashing down It came down so on her. close to her. She really thought for a second there that she was just going to get out of Dodge. Yeah. She thought it was real. And there's no question. And happen. Right. And, I don't, and she came darn The close. wheels came off. Right. Yeah. Sorry for the abrupt end of the show, but for the first few episodes where we recap each season, we recorded them all in one sitting and needed to break up the discussion into consumable, bite-sized pieces centered around each season. Thank you for listening to the Boardwalk Breakdown podcast and follow us on Twitter at Boardwalk Break. Future episodes of this podcast will focus on a single episode of Boardwalk Empire. 